the hardest working podcast in Portland, Oregon, man. Play no game. What's crack-a-lacking, y'all? It is Cartier Bob. Uh, my name is Koss. And I'm Arthur. And we got another banger podcast. Boom, boom, explosions. Post-production, we'll get that in the future when we pay someone. So, <laughs> welcome to the Plano Games podcast slash show. I'm CB, and um, I'm going to say, usually, I would say, like, yeah, everyone needs to like, comment, subscribe, all that other stuff. But, like, y'all have actually been doing that. We are three whole bodies away from 100 subscribers. Like, like dead ass, dead ass. I woke up. I woke up on Monday. We had like ninety four, and it's Wednesday. It's at ninety seven. There you go. Who the fuck is liking the show? All the pogs. (laughs) (laughs) So, if you want to support us, like, comment, subscribe. Maybe you might be our hundredth subscriber. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and um, hundred subscriber rapper got something for you. I mean, um, black people be tripping. Um, I'll just say this: um, um, if y'all really want to help, Dollar Sign Hero Bob, man, we can out here. um, We can support these OF people. You know, support support me. You know, I'm gonna do a little more shaking for your mind. So, oh Jesus! (laughs) Whoa, 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 whoa! Men's rights. You're not gonna cost on the bridge, huh? Anywho. We have our. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, cost, you know. We need some money, man. How about you shake man, some? Shake your I'd, money, I'd, make I'd, it. I'd be scared, Zan, give me a call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get a little too big on there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, all right. Well, um, we have our oldest, funnest, best segment. Interesting introduction. Okay. It's, it is. Um, it's our first. So, is it our NARP? Our first created segment ever. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Why know. not? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. No, no, no. All right. We just being haters today. All right. Uh, this is the play no gang segment. It could be positive, negative, informative. It could be anything you want it to be. All you have to say is, "I'm ready to play no games about this." And guess what? I'll go first. Uh, you know, you know, I was ready today. You know, I came came strapped up. You know, ready today. Um, right. You Mike. know, uh, your boys in the news. You know, Cos kind of brought him up already. You know, he out here tapping in OnlyFans models and uh, porn oh, stars yeah. out here. He got him lined up. Your boy Zion. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about him a little bit last week, but you know, he back in the news for another alleged lady. He out here uh, uh, freaking on. Yeah. Um, what y'all think about this? Mariah Miller, or whatever her name is, something like that. And I guess her uh, corn. Oh yeah, her mm-hmm. her her, uh, her things <laughs> have grown since since the coming out on Zion. So. You know, I'm gonna keep her honest. I'm gonna keep her 100 on great business decision on Mariah. She's like, you know what? We gotta press things. We gotta press these things. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know, your life's in shambles. Let's just add more fuel to the fire. Twist the knife. Twist the knife. The 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 receipts do say you gonna give me this car. There was no car. Yeah. Hmm. 
I'm gonna ask about those things. She gonna she gonna earn that car real quick. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't need the car. Oh, I, I already know. I already know. Um, yeah, no, it's interesting. Um, now I don't know if you guys saw Zion is now linked to a bunch of trades. Yeah, and people. I've seen that one too. of a you know, unfor- <laughs> unfortunately, the Blazers are in that talk. Yeah, of course. But uh, <laughs> one of the ones I saw was uh, Houston, oh and then everyone's like. You cannot let this man go to Houston. <laughs> Specifically. And then they're like, uh, Zion and Ime Aduku in the same locker room. It's going to be a jungle. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, oh, Jesus. yeah, I don't know. Just think of those pep talks, those TNT sidelines. Oh, All no. right. Left jiggle, right jiggle. <laughs> I got you. Computer ass. <laughs> you know, some, some ridiculous. Like, he'd be like, if you get this bucket, you can suck. I'm a, I got these titties. I got these Latin titties waiting for you. Come on. Come. She in the locker room right now. Bro, bro, the half times oh, for the players. <laughs> Whoa. Wait, is King of Diamonds in Houston? Oh, that's not Atlanta. Oh, it's okay. No, Blue Flames in Atlanta. Okay, it, dang. Uh, you know, I don't be in the strip clubs. I'm faithful. Anywho, y'all see? I'm not sure which one is in yeah, Houston. Know. I'm just saying, that's a great sponsor. Because y'all, y'all know how the courts have like the logos. Stripper Hill for the Houston Rockets. I mean, Damn. and then so, James Harden too might be going there, dude. It's a <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about that with a game? <laughs> it's gonna be like uh, so. I guess the the Raiders Stadium, or no, Florida, Florida Marlins Stadium for baseball. There's a strip club in the stadium, uh, like behind in Miami the pitchers. Yeah, behind the pitchers. Like warm up bullpen area. There's yeah. like a whole strip. Club. Really, really. It, but it's a way to distract them. So like. Someone I know play he pitches in the major leagues and he talks about it all the time. He's like, I love going to Florida because he's like, there's a strip club right there next to the yeah. in the stadium. And he's Baseball's like crazy. But a lot of the times, like they be trying to distract pitchers and get him out yeah. of the game because it's 90% mental. So it's like That's if he fair. out of his game coming in, he ain't gonna pitch well. That's fair. So it's like Vegas is there's like it's similar. There's something similar in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, but in Miami there's a Strip club, so that's pretty crazy. Mm. That team ain't winning any games. <laughs> uh, that's great, Robert. What you playing no games with? I actually came. I was actually I was actually prepared this time. I have like half of a play note. I have two parts. One will be quick. The other one will be um, my real what I'm playing no games about. So, what I'm playing no games about really quickly is. Um, Y'all remember, like, it was, like, a couple episodes ago, I was talking about how, like, um, we got to leave the immigrants alone. Yeah. And okay. how Florida was like, all right, you know, we going to fuck around and find out. They fucked around and they found out. The immigrants, the uh, people who work on, like, the houses and, like, the fields are gone. And, like, literally, like, the aftermath of, like, you got these farmers being like... We don't know what we're going to do with these crops. What you going to do now? <laughs> and literally, it, I was just like, man, the power of like, we don't understand when we go from like, from like farm to home, like how many people touch our food. Mm-hmm. And like now these people are like, the Santa is this, and I'm not going to get too political, but I just find it very interesting now that they're like, they have like these town hall meetings. They're like, this bill has no teeth. Like, it doesn't matter. So you want me to risk my life and I might get thrown in jail for picking strawberries or working on this fucking house. Mm-hmm. And we just see like the backbone of our society when it comes to 
labor and immigrants. So just wanted to say that. But what I'm really playing no games about is I want to see if y'all some smart people. Oh, no. All right. Here we go. One of these things. Again. You goddamn right. <clears throat> I'm just curious. Are y'all smarter than a fifth grader? Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll be I'll be nice. You have to name one of the top five world's most valuable media franchises. If you get oh any of the top five, y'all what smarter than the smarter than the fifth grader. Can I go? Disney. You gotta you gotta say a brand of Disney. Oh wait, a brand of Disney? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be like the world cast? No, or, the like, world's most valuable media franchise. Oh, we're talking NBC? franchise. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, uh, that's Marvel. It. I just gave it away. No, it's not one of them. NBC. That's not one of them. Like, is it like that or like mm-hmm. a, it's a fran- uh, franchise? Oh, Star Wars, oh, Grand Theft Auto. Is that your final answer? Yeah, that's number five. That's a top five out of the. ESPN? No. Media franchises. Oh, yeah. so it's Star Trek, Star mm. Wars. Star Wars is number Fast one. Fast and Furious. Hell no. Um, no? The Rock is coming back. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Jurassic oh. Park. Okay, okay, okay. We'll slow it down. A lot of these things were in our childhood. It's a top five. Um, you got um, one. Oh, my God. Oh. Lord of the Rings. No. Oh my God, what is it called? No, but on the list, is it a video game or just movies? Ooh, there it's a media franchise. Oh, Super Mario. Actually, not even in the top five. All right, I'll give y'all one. I'll give you one to help y'all. Hello Kitty is number two. Huh? Oh, okay. Does that open you up now? It opens me up. Pause. Pause. (laughs) Wait, what? Yes. And this, so like what? Like uh Dragon Ball Z? Like there actually is a top number one that is an anime. No way. Mm-hmm. Naruto? And it makes sense. No. I, one piece. I would want it to be. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. All right. It last guess before I No wait, is this just a value like most valuable? Most valuable. So you it's uh uh after this, I'm going. Go ahead. Go ahead. I want to be the very best that no one ever was. That makes sense. Pokemon, okay. Hello Kitty, Winnie the Pooh, Mickey Mouse and his friends. So Not that, all that's of what Disney, I was thinking just of. That. Just Mickey Mouse. And Mouse. then Star Wars number five. Really? Star Wars is number five. And this comes from Kevin Durant. Hey, you should be on a podcast, KD. You know what I'm saying? The boardroom. Um, what? Yeah, I get, I get it. They, they all are media, but also they sell merchandise. Mm-hmm. Okay. The reason why I wanted to bring that up, up here is just like I could see why Pokemon they make a lot of <laughs> is the ultimate franchise of Game, all human they history. Have everything covered, everything, games, clothing, movies, uh, food, TV, food. You name <laughs> like you name yeah. it. You name it. They have it. The Tommy Bahama of entertainment. I'm, <laughs> I'm not even going to fake like I know that. I'm not even going to fake like I know that. I just find that very interesting because, like, 
I just like grew up with Pokemon, and I yeah. don't know if y'all remember. Like, I think they just retired Ash Ketchum. Like, really? he's been in the series for like twenty years. Did you did yeah, he retire because he won finally? In quotations, yeah, no um, took him twenty years or something. <laughs> I don't know how old he was then because he never aged, quote unquote. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why I want to play no games about that is just like the opportunity for like the things that you love. Cause like, if you look at the guy who created Pokemon, he was like, I'm going to go catch bugs. Like he like literally, I don't think he even dreamt that Pokemon would ever be this big. And just like the power of oh, like dreams and manifestation. They app, yo. They an app. Pokemon go. Oh, Pokemon po- go is crazy. Pokemon go to the polls. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> that's how we get Zion to Pokemon. There's like a Pokemon that's like really like is like gets real crazy. It's like Jinx and like yep. Garnivore. Yeah. It's very like sexualized. The, the dark, very the dark thick. One. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What you catching? <laughs> anyway, that's what that's what I'm playing no games about. Manifestation. You never know the things that you truly love. So. Can I just add some context to this? Yes. Please, uh, Dragon. That, Fat uh, Dragon. That uh, franchise, that's a cumulative amount since the franchise began. So Winnie the Pooh is from 1924 to now, which is 99 years. Um, Pokemon mm. is only about, you know, 16 years, something like that. Like 20 years? years? No. Like, like 90s? Is it 20? My math is way off there. Um, Man, the Fat Dragon but, is losing it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's just from whenever the mm-hmm. franchise began to now, which is why Hello Kitty, which began in 1974 till now, is number two. Very cool. I appreciate that. Sorry. <laughs> but that's why I'm playing no games out. Manifestation, do what you love because you can create it to be a beautiful thing. Very cool. Toss, it's on you. Okay. Uh, when I'm playing no games about, I am playing no games. Robert hates when we go into sports talk, but sports podcast, sports podcast. Uh, play no games about Nikola Jokic. Okay, my, oh. my man. I, I figured this is where you. I, it's like it's it's like duh. I have to go there. Um, so Nikola Jokic was born three hours away from where I was born. Dead ass. Dead ass. Dead ass. Dead ass. That's crazy. Okay. Like from Romania to Serbia, it's I, I looked his city, my city. It's three hour drive. That's crazy. Uh, we're like three years apart in age. Really? So for me, it's like you know what, man. That's my guy. You look like his cousin. Uh, <laughs> or his brother. <laughs> his brother. Why was you not celebrating with him? Uh, ugh, didn't get the invite. But <laughs> for, you know, a kid from, you know, Eastern Europe, from the communist bloc, I, I, I hold up pride for, you know, a good old Nicola. I'm happy. Uh, yeah. You look like you're about to cry. You good? No, I'm good. I got something in my eye. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I do. I do have this question. I've never asked you exclusively on or off the show about like being back home because that's big like we'll talk about joker in a second yeah i'm just curious like what is it like because like you are an immigrant yeah like oh we could do a whole podcast about we have to we have to i could could get a bunch of like of my dad's communist stories if you want oh that would be a show like i could yeah but what is it like being back home what what's like being back home and what do you what does that mean because we won't well i won't actually i'm not gonna say that we will interview the jerker one day so winning yeah. A championship. What does that mean for an immigrant like that? Um, to be honest, man, for him, like, like I was not surprised that his celebration was him just being like, "Yeah, I just want to go home." <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. To him, the NBA is. I'm like, I'm sure he loves basketball, but to him, it's still like it's a job at the end of the day. 
Mm. Versus like his horses, as everyone say, his horses, you know, that's his hobby. That's what he loves. And it's what he like, he enjoys. So I don't know. I wasn't surprised that he was kind of like, oh yeah, I just want to go home. Um, and for him to be back home, I, um, it's huge, man. It's huge, especially for like the small town he's from. It's a very small town. Uh, Belgrade itself, the capital is not that big. It's maybe like 3 million, 2 million. Um, so just to produce that type of talent and then be proud of where you come from means a lot, especially like, I don't know. You ask, especially if you ask Americans, like, hey, can you point to Serbia on a map? Can you point to Romania on a map? They're probably not going to know where it is, and that's fine. Uh, our educational system doesn't teach that. But uh, anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's big, and it's going to be celebrated that way. Same like uh, this past weekend, too. Uh, Novak Djokovic. Oh, yeah, he passed the... Uh, he passed tennis, Nadal. Yeah, tennis champion. Novak there Djokovic, also Serbian, from Belgrade. Uh, is now the all-time leading winner of majors in tennis. He's he's the goat. All both from Serbia. Those fucking Serbians. <laughs> There's a bit of jealousy there, <laughs> but no, it's all good. I think it. I think it's uh pretty dope to see because they showed a picture of um Murray and Jokic when they played in the the international game versus mm-hmm. like their rookie year or something like that or. Yep. Or their rookie year mm-hmm. and it's crazy to see like them on the same team then and it's like canada and serbia and then you have this like huge wave of immigration into the league and it's just taken over like from the greek freak to you know some people that you can't even name the dude from france who's here now and who's, who's probably gonna have a successful years like yeah it's oh, just um, winnebago Victor Wembanyama. There we go. That one. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't want to. Hey, I ain't butchering it. Yeah. I'm, hey. not, I'm not gonna butcher it. But yeah. um, just it's just this. Joel Embiid is an immigrant too. Yeah. This huge transition to just foreign players, and it used mm-hmm. to be you know just strictly this. And I think it's made the game so beautiful, so big. I have a friend who's now working with a lot of young talent coming from Ethiopia and Eritrea. And he does these camps. He just actually, he used to go out there and do the camps. Now they actually came to uh, Denver, I think, this year and put on a camp Mm -hmm. in the United States. So it was like the growth in talent and opportunity for people to not only coach around the world, but bring talent from around the world has been been crazy phenomenal. No, it's really sick. And like, um, I remember one thing when I was in Germany too, like I was in Berlin, huge basketball arena. They had the Mercedes-Benz arena there. A lot of support. Like, you wouldn't really think, like, Western Europe, big into basketball culture, Germany specifically. But no, there are a lot of, like, people wearing the Berlin jerseys and whatnot. So it's it's, it's cool to see the game grow that way, becoming almost more soccer-like. Where mm-hmm. you, now, now you see internationally growing. I think the next step would be, like, you know, there's going to be other leagues. Maybe the NBA, you know, has some competition. I'm not saying like, you know, in the next five years, but maybe in the next 15, 20 years. Absolutely. I, I have to agree with maybe that. Maybe guys prefer to go play in Barcelona or in Milan or something like that. I mean, even when you think of the the a, the African Basketball Association, when they like begin to kind of broadcast that when J. Colwyn played in it, like that was, I think, a turning point for people to realize like, yo, basketball is really all around the world. Yeah. And being able to get this market to to blow up this big is and whatever the nba did was amazing like last thing i want to talk basketball wise also the summer is the fiba world cup yeah basketball world cup 
in the Philippines, also basketball crazy country in the Philippines, Japan, and Indonesia. I think they're co- all three co-hosting it. Um, so for anyone listening, highly recommend watching the FIBA World Cup. It's I think it's better than the Olympics, and everyone loves watching the yeah, Olympics. Too. Uh, it's going to be a lot of young guys. I think from the U.S. team, uh, Jokic will play in it. Doncic is will play in it. Luka's been in Slovenia since the end of the season, practicing with the team. So I think I think it'll be it'll be a fun watch. I think it starts around like August or July. Yeah, you know, I think um, uh, I think one thing I do want to mention before we uh, switch it up is, if I'm being honest, like you know, the marketing of what this championship means, uh, that Joker wanted wanted is you know, all the fat people around the world. I've seen that <laughs> shirt when he had his shirt off. So I used to have titties, so I'll just say this. All y'all big kids out there, we can do it. We just got to have finesse and flat feet. The flat feet helps us with, you know, with the pivoting because the people with the arches, you know, too much. Too much on the turn. Hey, I remember being that fat kid. And I'm a (laughs) Portland legend stopper. So it's good to see a Serbian stopper really do it for us. Now, my titties have changed. His is different. This is there. So all I gotta say is that championship means so much for us out of shape people. That's how does how does uh, Charles say it? The big people from Texas, the big women with the churros, right? San Antonio. Where? There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get them on the court. All it takes is being like seven feet tall, and that's how we change WNBA. Boom. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Boom. So, speaking of WNBA, make sure you guys go watch. Their season has started. Um, it's phenomenal basketball. You know, a lot of young talent, a lot of old talent. Great basketball. Support, support, support. Just Shout out to Sabrina we, Ionescu. Just as much as we talk about NBA, we need to be talking about WNBA, yeah. too. So, I, yeah. I definitely want to put that out there and promote that, too, as well. Did you see what Megan Rapino said about Sue Bird's jersey retirement? <laughs> Sorry to put the WB down after, <laughs> but that was. You saw that, huh? Go watch women basketball. <laughs> yeah, go watch the WNBA. Maybe we're just not, don't. We're not talk like Megan Rapino. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, it goes to the point of like what Candace Parker was saying. You know, it's her first time ever having her own locker room and yeah, locker space. Fuck. In her like 13, 14 years of playing in the NBA or WNBA, like yeah, no, the league's gr- uh, growing definitely. And uh, have so. you guys seen that bring WNBA to Portland? Yep, banner. Yep, going up. Portland Fire coming back. Portland, Portland Fire. fire. Uh, uh. Portland Fire coming back. Hey, hey, we got to get the Portland trades correct before we add a whole another franchise. Would you support the Portland Fire? You're gonna be a hater of them too. No. Wait a second. Like you're a Blazer hater. Okay, great. We need context because if I say I don't watch WBA, I'll be on the next thing smoking. So um, I don't support the Trailblazers because y'all robbed me of a childhood season finale of a TV show. Yes. Have I watched it now? But I didn't get to watch the premiere airing. And you know what? You want to know why? Because you fucking Blazers stopped the max. I know. Weird, Robert. Why would you fucking hold a grudge that long? Because Portland fans are fucking obnoxious. We're going to the championship. We're pretty they obnoxious. I'm not going to lie. We're pretty obnoxious. If you're so, ever on Portland Trailblazer Twitter, it's a cesspool. So that's neither here nor there. But yes, 
But yes, you would support a Portland WNBA team? Yes. Unless they stop the Max again for you? No. Oh, shit. <laughs> There's a lot of things stopping the Max. Houselessness. <laughs> uh, uh, but yes, I would, I would support. Uh, I I will say this, because uh, I was being funny, everyone, so I just want to make sure. I'll get clipped one day being funny. Um, one thing I will say, I because we've been talking about the show a lot when it comes to how to improve the WBA. I've been seeing a lot more marketing with the WBA with uh, a lot of um, sponsors. And I've actually been like, oh, who is this player? What's mm. this player's narrative? And I actually like that because <clears throat> for casual, that makes me like, all right, let me just check in because this person's clearly being marketed a lot. Yeah. So I would say what well, we've talked about, how the... Um, the ad dollars have to go into telling these players stories or like, I yeah. know a little bit more where I'll be honest, where I really didn't, where I'm like, all right, whatever. But I think they're finally doing what we've, we've all, and everyone's been like talking about, like, what's the story behind these women? Mm-hmm. So. Oh, um, I want to save your topic for last. Uh, I, I can go with the first topic. I think yeah. mine, mine is light. I think mine makes sense to go first. <laughs> Mine's more serious. Um, RJ's is in the middle. Um, so hey, you guys know that Netflix changed their their whole thing ah, about fuck. password sharing. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Oh yeah, you know, imagine the business they're gonna lose, right? Wrong. The opposite. Let me read this article real quick. Uh, the mass nef- Netflix ex- exodus hasn't happened. Actually, it's the opposite. Since uh looks like from May 25th to May 28th, there was a 102% increase in new Netflix users. So, Netflix was right, man. They said, you know what? We'll join the dark side. We'll make we'll force you to make a new password so you're not password sharing. And if you don't want to, that's fine. Uh, and they expected a, ba- a bigger backlash. But in the end, actually, um, people were like, all right, I'll bend the knee to Netflix. And pay the extra eight dollars for an additional account. That's interesting. <clears throat> Do you actually believe that? What? You believe that? Those stats? Yes. Um, from Netflix. Those aren't from Netflix. Are you sure? Yeah. I actually. F- you think that's a lie? I think that's a lie. I maybe think- the fact dragon can help help us out. Where fact dragon to figure out where those stats? Yeah, come where from. those where those stats come from? I now, actually- I pulled it from a. I'm I pulled it from a Forbes article. Um, so maybe that'll Fuck help. Fuck Forbes. Them. Forbes don't think Bootsy's rich. Bootsy's not. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Don't I'm, get on that guy's bad side, man. <laughs> I recently, hey, I'm gonna call Charleston White. He, he, that's the only person to stop Bootsy. Okay. I'll, yeah, I know I'll stop him. Yeah, I'm gonna fucking summon Charleston White to your life. <laughs> what you gonna do now? Anywho. That's funny. Um, I okay. Serious note. I actually think because I think I'm trying to do a better job of like once again. I definitely don't think it's total too much of a crash, but I actually think those numbers are like it's just like you the they're cooking the books. Yes. Um, they could be, but I I also don't. I believe it. I think uh you know you have elastic demand and you have inelastic demand. Oh, I don't know. This. Basic business BA one hundred and one baby. When you go to college. Ooh. Elastic demand, it's elastic. It it can move and it can stretch. So your demand level for it isn't that great. If if something if price increases, you may not buy it. Inelastic demand doesn't matter if the price increases, you're still gonna buy it. Jordans, Jordans, medicine is the best example. Whatever the price, you're gonna pay for that medicine. 
I think Netflix, uh, for most people, is an, an elastic demand because, mm. hey, I already cut cable. Um, oh, I don't yeah. like these other services. Netflix is my favorite. Fine, I'll pay an, an additional $8 so that like I can I can log into my buddy's account. It's interesting. Oh, interesting. Uh, that's just so interesting to me, though, this, to think that people still can't share... Like, I don't yeah. know how that process works because I have my own Netflix account. So the way it so works like, is like if, if let's say, so you have a Netflix account on yeah. one TV in your house. Let's yeah. say you had another TV in your house. Those could, you could use the same account because it's one house. It's the, the location is the same. But if you had a Netflix account, let's say your brother had a net, was using your Netflix account, but in like a different location, aka his house, it would not let him. Uh, so it has to be like location based. So if it's in the same home, it's okay. So what if I like? Oh, because I noticed they cut it off on my phone. It like did. I can't, I can't cast it from my phone anymore to the TV. Hmm. Oh, that I don't know. Hmm. But I think and there's also the, like there's I like a travel the, mode. If you go, you can put it into travel mode for thirty days. So if you go on vacation, you can log into another one. But then you're maxed out at thirty days, and then when you come back, you have to turn it off vacation mode. Otherwise, it'll log you out again. Hmm. Yeah, they like it's so convoluted and so stupid. Um, actually, and funny. Did you guys see that they're opening a Netflix restaurant? Fuck off! And all the comments were like, "Man, are we not going to be able to split the bill either?" That's hilarious. All right, let's keep it a band. What are we really watching on Netflix? Come on, Netflix low key sucks. Exactly. I'm sorry. Well, let's keep it um, a real band. You talking about elastic and and electricity? The last show I watched on Netflix. I, actually, I was watching. It's like the normie shows, dude. It's the stuff people like in the background while they fold clothes. Truly, yeah. That's like, what I Netflix watch, is like, for. The cooking show, the barbecue. See, okay, what streaming service is really popping? What's the uh, I think yeah. Max is pretty good, even though I the, haven't fucked with Max. The, the, the name change it. is bad, but Max it. is good. If you want, if you want documentaries, if you want HBO, all the good shit. I like Max a lot. I hear Paramount is pretty good. It has a lot of our childhood Ooh. shows. I'm the opposite. I hate Paramount Plus. Oh, I just it's. No, I don't have. It. I only own it for Champions League Soccer because because mm. they own all the rights to it. Uh, but outside of that, I don't watch anything on there. Shout out YouTube TV, you know, because that's the only streaming service allegedly I, you, yeah, YouTube I is, paid for. Um, TV's good. Huh? YouTube TV's good. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> Discount. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I fuck with Hulu. I, see, I've never had Hulu. Not but, Hulu. Um, but, a- like, Amazon? Amazon Prime? Prime? Amazon Prime. Maybe I, I do some good. Uh, I mean, if you I have. I fuck with them, but I don't because they make you pay for everything that you already pay for. Bro, I pay Prime. Yeah. Bro. You going to make me pay for all this? Yeah, that's yet? the thing. It's like. Amazon Prime is cool because you already have it because everyone has Amazon Prime already or Amazon Prime Video. Uh, but strictly as like, if you were to pay for Amazon Prime Video, I don't think you would. Mm. I ha- I pay for it. And but I you feel- also have Amazon Prime, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, there you go. Well, that's what you're really paying for. But then you got to pay for everything. <laughs> like, I'm like, bro, like, what the hell? Yeah. It don't make no damn sense. Like, know, uh, People give Peacock shit. Figure it out. Like Peacock. I like Peacock. Wait a second. I got it on my phone. Wait a second. Peacock has changed my life. I like yeah. it used to, like, People give it a lot of shit for... So I get it free from like my parents' cable pretty much. I get it free. Because yep. if you have Xfinity, you get it for free. Yep. Shout uh, out to the plug. You know who you are. Um, Peacock's not bad. I like it. I like it. All, they got everything. Premier League soccer is on there too. They got a lot of live TV stuff too. Yeah. I mean, it might show it like a day after, but it's like, I mean, who watches it actually live now? Yeah. Like, Ooh, the one I'm still on the fence on, Apple TV. There's two shows yeah. that are good on Apple TV. 
Ted motherfucking Lasso. Ted Lasso and Severance. And Ted just ended. Shit. So I actually found who apparently did the um, analytics for it. And it was a company called Antenna. Yeah. Um, And they're saying that actually cancellations are also up. What? Uh, What? Let's fucking go. And this is only during a two-day period uh-huh. um, that it's spiked <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah. Um, so I knew that niggas was lying. <laughs> difference between well, the two cancellations and new subscribers is about 25%. Mm. More new subscribers and cancellations. There but you go. still yeah. a pretty big spike in cancellations. Also, interesting. I cannot find on their own site their methodology for getting the numbers or uh, really anything about how they get the numbers. So I don't know if that's a mobile site issue that's or fair. what. So this is your very you, first. Andrew. Yeah, thank you. This is your very first time watching the show. Um, we actually, uh, we do facts, no feelings a lot, but uh, we actually fact checked our stuff. So that was our fact dragon. Um, you hear him from time to time. So shout out. Um, uh, actually, shameless plug time. Andrew's connected to the Backseat Critics. Great movie review podcast. Mm. The movie review podcast. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Do that again. The movie review podcast. <laughs> That's their fucking drop. That's their intro. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That was pretty good. <laughs> they need to get you on the vocals. That shit was, it was funny. So um just wanted to do a shout out for them. Um they uh, they help us a lot. Um, but when they're not doing the backseat critics, they are in the rafters causing up in a storm so if you like our video um all their stuff is in our subscription at the bottom uh so please like and follow the backseat critics as well sick arthur my, my go next. ahead my next who are next Ooh, everybody heard of this show uh uh abbott elementary right <laughs> so heard of it um so someone, your boy James Tyler, I think his name is Tyler James. What is it? Is it Tyler James? Um, Tyler James. Yeah. So yeah. someone came out <clears throat> and uh, wait, wait. I'm about this hole in the wall. God, here. fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about. Four, five feet in length, three feet in height. We got a professional here. We just want to know what your opinion is. Would this help with productivity and just overall production? Might be a little more. Might be a little more efficient. I don't know. Hmm. Oh, thank you. <laughs> That's good. That's funny. So for context, one second, AJ. So once again. We're in our, our new season, a lot of new stuff coming out, a lot of new content for the show. But uh, if you're a real follower and subscriber, the Backseat Critics have been trying to place, they're trying, they've been trying to do construction in, in a, at a private studio. So that's where that ad Unfortunately, they don't from. own the studio. So yeah. the, And the landlord is not in favor of putting a hole in the wall. Man, I'm the Black Scrooge. <laughs> um, so we'll see. Maybe one day. Maybe with a riot. Maybe one day we'll move again. So, uh, your boy uh, Tyler James from uh, Abbott Elementary, someone had posted, made a comment about how he dresses and his his style and 
Um, I'm just going to kind of read through some of these and then I'm going to talk to you all about it. It says being straight doesn't look one way. Being gay doesn't look one way. And that was one of the things. And so someone was like, got a very uh, slightly fruity bisexual undertone from Tyler James Williams. Like, um, and so um, I'm not going to dive through all of his comments, but um, he talked about how his response to it was like, Overanalyzing someone's behavior in an attempt to catch them directly contributes to anxiety. And a lot of queer and queer questioning people feel they fear living in their truth. He said it makes the most uh, pedestrians of conversation, yeah, most pedestrians of conversation and interaction spaces feel less safe for our gay brothers and sisters and those who may be questioning. And he talked about how he wasn't gay, but he hated the fact that he got targeted for being gay because of he's being He's being who he is. So what do y'all think about kind of the conversation and what he's talking about and this projection on people on being a part of this community that they might not even be a part of? Uh, I'll, go, I'll go first. Um, hmm. And this whole like new age of like... Um, it's just like a paradox of like, we want men to do this. We want men to open up when I feel like in this age of like men trying to break the mold of what being a man is, it's always questioned where like, I don't know how many times in a day I get inundated of if you're a guy and you own a cat, that's gay. Um, if you have soup, that's gay. Sus. And I'm like, if you eat a hot dog, you're gay. And like, um, it's almost kind of like, and I'll be honest, I did grow up in an era where we said the F word a lot. And um, I think over time, we learned that, all right, you know, this was, you know, a misappropriating thing where we kind of harmed and, and hurt people with that. Where, like, I feel, I, I feel like with education, we understood, like, hey, how we're saying this is really, like, ostracizing men who are actually, you know, like butt stuff. So like, all right, you know, we know <laughs> it, they do like butt stuff. So do they not like butt stuff? Maybe they don't. I don't know. Oh, oh, hey, I don't know. Fair oh, enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. I am. Um, I, I just read it in the book. Anywho, <laughs> so all I'm saying, is, I'm just being serious. All I'm saying is, it's like. I know I mentioned this in our prior episode, but like, I really loved the show Invincible for the very first whatever because the main character's best friend was a gay guy and it wasn't a big thing. And that's how I know I would treat, you know, someone who identifies as being a man and gay. And it's like, it's nothing. It's like, all right, you just like clapping other niggas' cheeks. So that's all I'm saying. I think <laughs> the thing is, it's kind of like, I think we have to remove that part of sexuality from masculinity. And that's the problem with a lot of this stuff. We're like, yep. I can go further, but I feel like we have to like separate the two, the sexuality and the masculinity part of it. Yeah. I don't know how he dresses, um, but I do think it's interesting that people felt the need to like come out and say that. I feel like, I don't know, like in today's world, like how, how out there do you have to dress for people to like, have that feeling i feel like especially like like style and 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 
all that has kind of come to a way where come forward in a way where it's like what really sticks out anymore to, to be like oh yeah that guy dresses gay i don't know that's my opinion this makes me think though a little bit for some reason of the jeff molina situation mm. there's no jeff molina is mm. um ufc fighter mm. um was uh no one knew he was bisexual mm. But then a video got leaked of him uh, performing oral acts on another man. Mm. Uh, and that's pretty much, he's like, oh, hey guys. Well, looks like uh, the secret's out. <laughs> and that's how he pretty much came out. You know, kind of for the world and the media kind of forced his hand on that. So I feel that, th- and the reason I compare the two is because um, Jeff Molina was forced to come out because of media. Because that that video leaked, and then people were like, "Bro, this guy's gay. What the fuck? Like all this stuff." And then it almost feels like like the media again trying to hunt. Like, man, is this guy is this guy gay too? Like, yeah, you know that type yeah. of like trying to almost out people who are in the closet. And so, and that's what he 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 talked about in the, his comments, and he's talking about like the anxiety that some of these people are already dealing with mm-hmm. and for you to point people and pull people out of the closet and mm-hmm. say like you are gay can bring more anxiety and cause people in this this world to do harm to themselves possibly and so he's like and and how i feel is like we've we've taken a line and drawn in the sand as like you're either this side or that side and there's there's nothing in between like yeah. and it's like why can't we just worry about ourselves and not other people and if you rock in that community you rock in that community and if you don't you don't and you know that's for here or there and for me it reminds me of like his comments towards it reminds me of rugby like Hmm. there's a portland team called the lumberjacks and they're mostly gay men who play on this team and you know but people in the community know about them and people outside the community might not know but it's like you know, rugby is a place where if you're on the field, you're on you're on my team. And it doesn't matter if you like who you like, don't who you don't, whatever, like you're on my team, you're it's it's time to go. If you're gonna make a tackle, like I'm gonna make a tackle, it don't matter who you are, what you do, we're gonna go party after and we're gonna celebrate. And it's like that real sense of like community and openness and being able to just express yourself however you may express yourself. Um and I think if our society looked at things a lot differently and more open, we wouldn't have questions like this on questioning somebody and who they are and what they do and their yep. perspective of what it is. And I think we have to we have to take ourselves out of the picture and just allow people to be. Like whatever you do in your world is whatever you do. Like I don't need to 100%. be in your world anymore and trying to figure out if you like this person or that person or you doing this and doing that. So yeah, it's a, it's a level of tolerance that I, f- I don't know. <clears throat> and this is just an open thought from what you were saying. Like, I always find it very interesting that people are very involved in figuring out what people are. Like, sexuality, like, this person's dating who is, and things like that. We're like, I know we do on here to help y'all learn how to navigate the most important thing on this planet. Having healthy relationships, platonically, romantically. Like, that's why we dissect the shit. But I feel like a lot of people figure out the stuff to like to weaponize it we're like i'll be honest with y'all and this is like open-ended i know there's not a right or wrong question with it we're like i've always thought we're like once someone's like oh this person is like gay or homosexual and it's used as a weapon we're like oh you ain't gonna like 
kiss me. Oh, you gay. Like, there's a lot of stuff where I'm just kind of like, there's a lot of rhetoric where we want to be accepting of people of your identities, but it's also used as a put down. Yeah. And I'm, and I, and it's just like very interesting to me of like the same people who are championing certain things will use that significantly against. So, um, I would just say that's one of the things that I've like, um, super duper, like, uh, like was like concerned about, or I shouldn't say concerned about, um, was like curious about. So, but I don't know how y'all feel. Cause I could sometimes see the, I don't want to say hypocrisy, but I'm like, I've always like noticed that where I'm like, Oh, you're doing that. Oh, that makes you that. Maybe it just takes like Pete Davidson dating a dude, huh? Ah. That's just that's the band aid for everything, right? Absolutely. But he, he he also brought up like a to me it was like a really good point in the end, and it's like he talked about how like what may seem harmless in the process of trying to figure out someone could also be a dangerous message for those who are struggling with real issues. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I think that's a huge a huge thing to even bring up. And bring into this, like, bring into the conversation of, like, you never know what people are struggling with when it comes to personal life, physically, sexually, whatever the case may be. And to begin to target them through media in different aspects, Mm -hmm. Uh, like I was saying, like, the fact, like, the things that could affect this person later on. Yeah. so I don't know. I just brought that brought that up because I thought it was pretty dope and and pretty interesting like perspective to have, especially for someone who um who was really showing his. We talked about ally mm-hmm. and the feminist aspect, but I think this is the the perfect way as as a heteronormative male to show your allyship, mm-hmm. saying like, let's stop pointing the finger and trying to prove somebody wrong and just allow people to be. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just be regular. Like mm-hmm. it is what people are. People <laughs> being regular. I was like, all right, cool. No, people are people. Go so ahead, it's on you. We'll close out tonight with. We'll close out tonight with something that's really near and dear to the heart. Uh oh. Um, your friend. The thing in the streets. Yes. Uh, what? Huh? I'm cutting that. I don't know what's <laughs> yeah. going on. Your best friend. Or best friend. Oh, yeah. So um, I'm going to play a clip. It'll probably be somewhere right here. But uh, uh, there's this dating guru person named Derek Jackson. Oh, uh, is that what you showed me? Yeah. Okay. And um, because today was such a showcase day where we were bringing our best selves. I definitely want to talk about how the manipulation of the heart. I feel like when people take up the mantle of being a relationship counselor, being a relationship guru, I feel like that takes a, you got to have a lot of um, integrity and I take up the moniker of do no harm, like the doctors do. Because I feel like if you're truly trying to help someone establish the relationships, then you should have that kind of care. So there's this guy, his name is Derek Jackson. Um, I've always 
He was always like talking about like men need to do this, blah blah blah. Yeah. And come to find out, he was actually um, sucker, a sucker. And I have this clip for you guys, and it's about how he got out of his relationship with um, his wife. Eventually, no, he divorced his wife, and um, some of the stuff that she endured and i want you guys kind of hear what goes on from people who are telling people you have to do a certain thing so i want to play this for everybody i became a shell of myself i didn't know who i was i actually have a couple posts on my page where i was like i have a post that says i knew her body better than i knew my own stop let that sit there You said you knew another woman's body better than you knew your own. Uh, yes, several, several women. I know several, I knew several other women's bodies better than I knew my own. And um, I spent a lot of time, like I was, I, I went in such a, a deep hole where I was like studying these women. I would go to their profiles and I would study their pages and like what they wear I knew when they were meet when they had met up. So I've I watched their videos of them having sex. So I would try to imitate that and recreate that in our relationships so that he could choose me and want me. And um that is a low point to be. And I'm I'm tearing up a little bit because that I hate that I even got to a point where that was a thing, but that that it was it was just that and so i knew several other women's bodies better than i knew my own i lost completely lost myself i became a shell of myself i tried to imitate their hair their actions even um sexual what did that do to you so that is the aftermath of her of them going to divorce some other things i didn't mention is uh when he wanted the divorce he called her and they're in the same house he was upstairs. She was downstairs. And this is from that um, longer podcast that she was on. And he texted her, I want to get a divorce. And like, she caught him cheating one time and then brought her on social media to do like this apology. And then only reason why I'm bringing this up is um, we just have to be careful of like what we're advising. We're like, mm -hmm. mistakes are different, right? But like, this is blatant like man, emotional manipulation yeah can i so <clears throat> you told me about uh the guy earlier so i did a little research myself mm. still making videos by the way still getting a lot of views and i read some of the comments and paused like people are fans of him still but for what i found interesting is if you go down his feed a little bit what you find is he definitely plays this character he is he's the opposite of an andrew tate essentially he he is a white knight he is hating on men saying men need to do better men are this men are that if you look at the comments, it's all women be like, yes, King, yes, you're right. Yes, all this. But then when you, I looked into that case and it turns out he cheated on her with like a hundred different women. Mm -hmm. Like he did all this stuff with part of the divorce. To me, what it seems like is he's just playing a character he to get women. He's playing the white knight to then manipulate women into his own way. He is, to me, he is a fraud. <laughs> he is, he is not a real man. The way he is shitting on men. He is, he is the... Uh, a female fantasy, I guess you could say in a way. But really, he's using it as like a, a, a manipulation tactic. So. We go, I think we go back to like. 
how do we get away from selling love, right? I think this is like a pure form of, of selling love and what love looks like. How, how do we get away from this and actually just hmm. express love in a way that is tasteful, but also in a way that's true, genuine and honest and open? Because I think for me, that's where those conversations get lost, right? Like if I have to go sell an image and sell something, sell this is what love is, I really don't know what love is. I shouldn't have to sell it because I know. And I can express that in a way that's not selling it. I don't know. I just feel like when you go and shit on men about this and men aren't doing this right and men ain't doing that right and this and that, like you're putting, trying to put yourself up, like you're saying, like to be the white knight, but you're also trying to sell what love looks like. And everybody's love don't look the same. Love is unique in itself because it's individualized. How I love is going to be different than how someone else loves. But I think that's the importance of understanding yourself. You guys know that classic phrase of like, oh, if I could bottle up that feeling and sell it, I'd be a billionaire. Yep. <laughs> I think that's what selling love is, man. It's it's Absolutely. selling that idea. Yep. And that's why, it, why that's why it sells. Absolutely. Even if, even if it's just snake oil. <laughs> that's real a thousand a thousand ten percent i don't uh i'm actually both said really interesting things i'm like that's an entire podcast in itself like what both both of you're saying like damn i have to write some of those things down i just i agree with you both like so heavily where like it's like when we get on these mics i feel like of course we're gonna have fun we're gonna be funny I also think we have a responsibility of like, if Cost says something wild, where he's like, oh, you know, I think the earth is flat. We're like, you know, I'm not really going to like challenge him on that, but like, we're also going to be like, all right, let's have some facts. All right. Are we doing all facts, no feelings? Like, you know, or like, I feel like if you want to talk about like just like your pure feelings, or if this is how my relationship is, how I operate it, I feel like that's fine. But when we talk about our society as a whole, I think there has to be an air of responsibility. Yeah. Where, where a lot of people want monogamous relationships. A lot of people want to build families. And when you go to the movies, you want to be entertained. When you go to the doctor, you want to be helped. When you go to a therapist, you're seeking help. And my thing is, when people are looking at these self-help coaches or gurus and like that, these people are coming at you for help. Where like, you know, I don't. Once again, Derek Jackson taking my money but bigger bigger piece and bigger portion of it is like i think it's more disgusting just hearing just like you put a past person through that where i'm like you were that hurt where you would do that to someone else we're like just breaking that down you made your partner not in a monogamous relationship i mean not in a poly relationship watch a sex date so she can learn how to have sex with you that shit it's crazy. Like, in my rightest minds, I'm like, how the, how could I pull that off? Well, that is that crazy? My my thing to that, even in that scenario, right? If you feel like this person isn't fulfilling a void for you, watch it with this person. Like, it's that simple, and it's to drag a person along, and to almost feed off of them like a vampire. Power. Just <laughs> continue to just 
feed off this person and feed your ego and feed my image and feed this. This is my beautiful wife. No, she sold this and sold that. It's my beautiful wife as you're fucking on a hundred different women talking about how beautiful your wife is and the same extent you making her do these things to make her look like these hundred women that you've been fucking on. Just break up with her. Obviously, she's not beautiful to you if you're, if you're making her change who she is to become something else. That's not beauty. And I, and I was going to say a quote earlier is like they talk about like men and women both to talk about, you know, I'm real, I'm real, I'm real. But then we're fake Gucci, fake Louis, fake this and get fake implants and fake it. Like you can't surround yourself with fakeness and call yourself real. Like, mm-hmm. and I, and I think that is where we're in a society is like fake it till you make it, but you can't say you're real if you're trying to fake it till you make it. That doesn't make sense to me. So, yeah. Um, you know, I didn't want to spend too much time on it too much. Um, but uh, fuck Derek Daxon. You mad rat bastard. Exactly. <laughs> um, and yeah, yeah. Fuck Derek Jackson. I'll say that. that he's a disgusting fuck person. Him. Because I actually put this on the same level of what um. What's her name? Not Remy Ma. Uh, DC Young Fly's wife died. Oh, uh, you know what I'm talking about fact yeah. fact dragon. What is uh DC Young? What's her name? She like Girlfriend. it's a black woman. She's Jackie O. Jackie O. She passed. R.I.P. This black woman spit in. Some guy's face. It's like a famous guy. He said, and she said something about Jackie. It's on the tip of my tongue. Fact Dragon, save me. I'm. He's looking. I'm a. I don't know. I don't know what you. I don't know what you're talking about either. Um, trying to bring in. Oh, we're figuring that out. Yeah. Um, Almost about to wrap it up. Yeah. Why not? No, it's definitely about that time. Yeah. No, I'm trying to figure out. No, this is gonna bother me. It's gonna bother. Me. Um, I think I think I'll just I'll just speak into just like I'm gonna find it. Verbalizing inconsistencies in society, mm-hmm. and I think we we as men have to do better in speaking as a man. I can't speak for women. Um, we have to do better on our part when it comes to just how we carry ourselves and what we do and what we talk about, and how we say it. And I think we do a great job on this show of keeping each other accountable about what we're saying. Um, oh. and, and at the end of the day, um, I think that accountability becomes important, especially when you are preaching, quote unquote, or speaking to an audience. Um, Accountability becomes very important. So. Okay, now noise. Azealia Banks. Oh, okay. Yeah, she, she she uh she made she made fun of Jackie, the passing of Jackie because she went to like get like a BBL surgery. Oh yeah, and she was like ha 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 or some shit like that, you know. And I was like, damn, that's fucked up. So like, I put that shit with Derek Jackson on the same level as that, just like wicked person. That's what I was trying to say disgusting when you purposely go out of the way to really hurt somebody it's 
especially when they're down. Because I'll be honest, I believe Derek Jackson knew what type of woman he had. But, y'all, you know, I'll just say this. Welcome to the new season. Bigger, badder, faster, sexier. Lots of changes on the way. Lots of positive changes. Um, this will be over by the time you see this, but Black Rodeo, Juneteenth, coming to the convention center. Not the convention center. Um, Motor Center? Expo Center. Expo Center. Expo Center. Black Rodeo. Yeah, it's called Eight Seconds. Um, it's uh, it's a southern rodeo show that began to get popular through um, a videographer um, begin to record it. And I think they're actually from Portland. Um, and it blew up. Yeah. Um, yeah, Aaron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's how I found out about it. But mm-hmm. uh, shout out, to shout out, Aaron presents. Robinson. Shout out Aaron Robinson, man. You 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 put it on the map for me. Um, and they're here in Portland. Um, they'll be here all weekend doing a rodeo show. Um, it is one of the first black rodeo shows that we've had on the West Coast. So um, something that I think hopefully you went by the time you see this, it already happened. Um, but it, it seems like it's gonna be pretty dope. It's all black folks riding old country way. So you guys ever been to a rodeo? I have. You have? Yeah. Have you haven't? They're yeah. fun. They're, um, they're really fun. Have you been to the the Roundup Pendleton? Been to that I've one? been out to Pendleton. I've been to the St. Paul Rodeo. Okay. Uh, And then this weekend, coming back from Bend, uh, I got to see the Sisters Rodeo. Okay. Uh, Culture. Rodeos are fun. They are. They're super dope. Different, but they're fun. Yeah. Uh, you got boots and hat? A lot of white women. A lot of pogs. Uh, you out there gonna scoop one of them up? Ah, I don't know. You get they're, at the, they're at the trucks. You want? So you gonna get Muddy. you a little snow mud and AD rain? You 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 got it? Mm, no, uh, been there, done that. Not a fan. Damn. <laughs> With those type of women, but uh, Doctor Umar, good. we will accept him, or I don't know. You hear this? He, he's building an application. <laughs> Shout out Black Rodeo. Eight seconds. That's what it's called. Eight seconds. All right. <laughs> if you like what we're doing, like, comment, subscribe. New things on the way. Please stay glued to the our Instagram. Jesus Christ. Fuck. <laughs> 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 wow. Andrew's packing. Mm, whoa. Um, <laughs> we just talked about this pause, but uh, oh, damn. Oh, what shit. It's going on. Yo, the rafters, the backseat credits are getting wild. Oh, I'm not even going to say sick. what I just saw. All right. Sick. If you like what we're doing, <laughs> like, comment, subscribe. If you want to help us out, dollar sign hero bazab. All that in the description. Oh, shit. We out. You probably wonder if I think of you. Sorry, I'm for the bag right now. Yeah, I'm for the bag right now. Yeah, for the bag that I never had. Yeah, you probably mad right now. Yeah, I got a two piece now. Oh, shit, I think they call them groupies now.